Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo, and we specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our very own Boom Bang, Oh My Gosh Wow podcast, which you will find right along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. But for now, I'm so happy to share a recent Firebird Book Award winning author with you. She is Eli N. Weintraub, and her winning book is titled Frida and Me. Eli left Austin and moved to Albuquerque with hopes to join the art therapy program at the University of New Mexico. But much to her disappointment, she learned that the program was to be discontinued. So instead, she pursued an MS in health education, health promotion program, and blended her interest in the arts with health. After graduating, she worked for UNM's Employee Health Promotion Program and successfully initiated the first Art for Health class for their staff, an open art studio designed to reduce stress. And at the same time, she worked as an artist in the Arts in Medicine program at UNM's Trauma Hospital with nurses, therapists, and doctors to help support caretakers with the arts, music, and massage. And throughout her studies and work, she was her mother and father's primary in-home caretaker for over 15 years and was blessed to be able to witness a peaceful passing for both and heal all past hurts. She's committed in sowing the seeds to inspire arts involvement of all styles as a therapeutic practice in our daily lives. It was a lifetime goal to write Frida and me to encourage the use of art for healing trauma. And I am so looking forward to this conversation. So welcome to the network, Eli. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. Oh, wonderful to have you here. And such an interesting background you've had to help and nurture arts as a way of healing and therapy. And that's going to be interesting to talk about today. But before we do, congratulations on the book win. I was happy to share that with you. I am I am so honored and pleased and surprised and excited and every other <laughs> superlative word I could think of. <laughs> I thank you for that acknowledging. Oh, well, I particularly, I'm not a judge, but I especially enjoy a memoir because, oh, I don't know, there's nothing more personal and insightful than somebody just laying it all out there and sharing with Folks, they will never meet with just the hopes that, yes. it, that, that it'll help someone. So thank you for doing that. And um, with that, maybe just give us a little peek inside the book, which then will give us a peek inside your past. Okay. Um, my memoir was written as, I think, more as a cathartic uh, experience to talk about the incredible experience I had with uh, art as it healed me uh, from a bus wreck that I had been in. Um, the name of my book is Frida and Me, and Frida is related to Frida Kahlo, who is a Mexican artist from the 1930s, uh, married to Diego Rivera, and she also was in a bus wreck in Mexico, and she used her art. It was uh, very... Uh, explicit and and difficult for some people to look at because she was portraying her experience as a as an accident victim. And I read her book at a point in time where I had PTSD terribly and I was just lost for many years. The bus wreck happened at 19 
And for another uh, 10, 15 years, I just was a lost soul. And I tried all kinds of therapy. I ran away. I had all kinds of self-abuse and destructive behavior. And then I learned, read this book about uh, Frida Kahlo, and it touched me so much in a, in a way where I felt perhaps this is my path. And I, at the same time, it was very serendipitous. I met a therapist, an art therapist, who then, for the next five years, worked with me to, uh, first of all, define PTSD, because this was back in 1984, I believe, when it was I met her. And not, not many people had even heard about it at that point, other than from war veterans. And so when she finally realized that, that that's what I had, and she used art with me, from the get-go, and I, for the first time, just started to find my center. And over this course of five years, uh, it was incredibly difficult uh, work, I must say. Um, I mean, it was highs and lows. But at the end of that, I was I was functional again after all these years of trying to seek help. And after that experience, I just knew that part of my reason to be on this earth was to try and share the importance of how the arts are incredibly healing, especially for PTSD and trauma survivors. Um, since then, I've realized it's, you know, just every walk of life practically. But that was my intention when I first wrote the book. And uh, I was always a very private, quiet person. And as you said, in a memoir, you just put it all out there. And the writing process of it was, it was a challenge, no doubt about it. It took me some time to, to process it all. But at the end of the book, there was a completion in me where I just did not have that same pain in me anymore, and I really felt like now I had a tool to help others mm -hmm. to demonstrate. Uh, in my book, I try and demonstrate what someone who's been in trauma and, and how much it fractures up their lives, and then I showed through my actual art process how that kind of wove my spirit and soul back together into the world. Mm -hmm and became functional again. So that is my work now. I, I consider myself an art advocate uh, to integrate into the mental health field. And um, I just see PTSD throughout our world and societies, and I see how it's leading to drug behaviors and violence. And, and so I just know that this is a book for everybody. Uh, somebody can benefit from it. There, there's so many lessons in your book. When we're faced with an experience as you had, say that bus wreck, and then you survive it, there's a reason, there's a purpose, and, and for us to be able to find that reason and find that purpose and then to do good with it is just, wow. I mean, what a gift. You are a gift. Just your survival and the horrible that you had to go through is now a gift for other people. So I, I would imagine that that has to be extremely gratifying when you look at it that way. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it took many years yes. to get there and be able to see that, but you are absolutely correct. And, you know, it, it's it's hard talking to other people who've had trauma and say, you know, this is a gift, this is really a gift. You know, it's just really hard to see oh, that sure. when you're in it. No. Um, but I do think that somewhat of the arts help 
to a, a survivor to see that because then they can, you know, start creating the, the, the parts that, that explain themselves and, and can become beauty. You know, I always say the, the beauty of brokenness. Mm-hmm. And, and so I try and, um, and so, yes, it has been absolutely a blessing. I'm so happy to be, you mm-hmm. know, on the other side of it. Yes. Um, and I have helped so many people. Um, that I just have to share one quick story. Um, right after I wrote my book, one of the first emails I got was from a woman who had been in a coma for two years. Oh. And she said that my book was the first book that she had read coming out of this coma. And so now she felt like she had a future plan for her own healing. Oh, wow. And you, 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 with that, I mean, it, my my trauma hopefully will become a blessing mm-hmm. for others. You know, I'm, that's my, my intention. And yes, it, it, uh, it is a rough road, but, but with the right support and direction, you know, it, it, there can be another side of it. Right, right. Because a lot of people get lost, you know, like, you, you know, you work in a, a, a field of, of domestic violence and all that. And some people never find their way out of that. And, um, so I just feel the importance of it for every, you know, support people, the, the victim themselves, the, the society at large, mm-hmm. you know, different uh, groups that's, that are in the mental health field and not even in the mental health field. I mean, so many people are just so cut off from themselves. Yes. yes. So the arts, you know, I'm just so, I was so amazed at how the arts were able to touch that part of me and give that voice to me where just talking and all the other things didn't. So that really has been the uh, the blessing that I, I feel like I bring forward. Sure. And I want to dispel a myth because I think maybe folks hearing this thinking, oh, I couldn't draw a stick figure and that would be me. I, I want to make it clear that you do not have to be an artist to heal with art. That is absolutely true. I, I do a lot. I create a lot of art uh content and, and posted on social media. And that is actually one of the memes I did. You do not have to be an artist to heal with art. And in my art for health program at the university, I got that so much people come in. I can't do art. Right. I hear that all the time when they hear what my book is about. And absolutely it is about the process, yes. not about the fine arts. And even in the book, when you, I always tell people, well, look at some of the initial drawings I did they were just scribble drawings. They were just scribble. But following it through and watching the pattern and the texture and the color change and all of a sudden become an image and then listen to the story the image has, it, it has nothing to do with being an artist. It's about the creative process. And many pieces you don't like, and they're very difficult to do. I have many dark, dark pieces but they validated my experience. And because of that, then I started getting more self-respect. Right. Because I was listening to the darkness within. Mm-hmm. Which is not an easy thing to do, but... Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> not for sure. You know what? This conversation about PTSD makes me think about what we're currently going through with the with the pandemic. And, and I'm wondering what mm-hmm. we can do to potentially thwart this either in ourselves or those we care for because I'm sure there's going to be some repercussions from what has transpired 
absolutely. I see that already. And in fact, you know, when this was all happening, I started reaching out to a lot of nurses uh, groups and uh, mental health groups and healthcare worker groups. And that was another thing, having worked in the hospital, I understood, you know, the walk of a caretaker is, caregiver, I'm sorry, is very uh, pressure-oriented. And then without any of the recognition and trauma that everybody went through on this COVID, um, that is, there's a, a few places that I'm just now starting to find where they are connecting to the arts and mental health. There is a connection there. My, my background is from health education. You know, my master's was in health education, and I was very disappointed to see just how clinical it was. And nobody really talked about the mind, body, spirit part of that person. And so that was my focus in the health education program was to try and show that is, you know, after the physical injuries, that spirit and soul within is so broken and, and needs the healing also. But that's very difficult in a clinical field. Right. There is starting to be more acknowledgement of it. There are a lot more arts and medicines programs, and there there's just beginning to be a wave of this coming forward. And um, so it's just a very important time to be talking about, you know, managing PTSD triggers. Yes. What can you do? I mean, art is not the only thing, and I do speak about other other parts of it, but art is the one thing that most people don't think about being part of a PTSD uh, management. Right. So I do believe it is very important. And another difficult thing I had in the book is, you know, I wanted to write how trauma really is for the person. But then after I finished the book, I thought, you know, this is going to really trigger trauma survivors. So maybe I need to uh, make sure that caregivers and support people and medical people get this book. Mm-hmm. as a way to support the person in trauma. So that was uh, one part of the book that I I just wasn't quite sure if I was doing the right thing or not, you know, to just be so so out there out with there. actual trauma. <laughs> right. I knew it might turn off people who, who need the book, but I chose to go do that anyway. Mm-hmm. Any other books? Are you writing more? I want to. I want to. I... I <laughs> I keep getting kind of waylaid by the marketing of the book. Yes. Um, I uh, I haven't chosen to go, you know, like the big publisher route. I have a, a small publisher, and uh, we're pretty grassroots. And um, there's just been it's it's been different being an author and then realizing, oh well, you know, these days you have to do the marketing <laughs> yourselves a lot unless you you know hire a big PR company. Right. So I've been spending a lot of time doing that, and I'm just now starting to kind of back off of that a little bit and just wanting to get back to another book. I I have people, um, you know, asking me for one. Um, So, yes, there there will be one. I'm not there yet. Okay. I feel sure there will be. (laughs) I sensed that there was. That's why I asked. (laughs) And I'm not sure if it will be fiction or nonfiction. Uh, I, I love, one thing I did love about the, the author experience was being a storyteller. Um, I have, there's a lot of art, art in the storytelling of, of a, of a situation. And so part of me kind of wants to get into a little magical stuff and do fiction, but then there's the other part of me that just wants to teach. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see how I combine that. <laughs> well, keep us posted because that sounds 
Very interesting. All righty. Well, as we begin to wrap up, anything we missed that you wanted to highlight? Just that, you know, as far as the arts and trauma go, you don't even necessarily have to do the arts. Uh, I mean, if you just want to start breaking into it, go to a museum and view art. Um, pick up a book and look at pictures. Go feel textiles and colors. And, and then maybe just start carving out 15 minutes a day where you, you think about that or you start go buy yourself a basic uh, selection of material, start getting on some groups and looking at it. Um, just any, any involvement, I think, will help uh, the mental peace within. Excellent advice. Thank you. Just take that one small step because you have no idea. And as you say, join groups. You could be so inspired by what other people are doing. There are so many groups out there that, you know, that was one thing this book brought to me also. I was very isolated, you know, through most of my life uh, dealing with all this. But after my book and getting on lots of groups, there are so many other people struggling and doing the same work. And it's been really helpful to feel that community, that ethereal community um, of people out there who are, you know, trauma survivors using art or just people using art in the mental health field. Excellent. Well, why don't you share then any of your contact information, because I'm sure there'll be people who are interested to purchase your book or just find out more about what you're doing. Your website has some of your art on it. So share what, whatever you like. Okay. Uh, the website, it's, it's kind of a long name. Um, I use my whole entire name. It's www.elieintraub. M-A-U-R-X dot com. And on my website, I have all kinds of things about the stages of healing through art. I have a, a book page about, you know, there's everything you can uh, do to order the book. Plus, there's a newsletter there and and my uh, awards. Plus, I also have a blog where I'm consistently posting uh, ways to try and inspire people to do the arts, to do PTSD management, healing. Um, I have an inst uh, on. I also have a contact page which contains my uh, Instagram and Facebook link. Um, I am on LinkedIn also. My email is eli at eliweintraubmarks.com. And I am very interested to talk to people, hear their stories, help however I can, be a networker, uh, any any of that. And I love hearing people's stories and seeing other people's art also. Uh, I do post other people's art and stories on my website uh, if it's something that, you know, I've had several people who've read my book and then they send me their art and I do little write-ups on my website for them because I want to support them also. Um, I'm very much into just supporting um, each other. Oh, thank you. Which well, is the work I appreciate with you. You know, I really appreciate the work that you're in. It it, it touched me, uh, that your cause. Oh, thank you. So I, I thank you for involving me in it. Oh, I appreciate that. My, my mom had a horrible hospital mishap and uh, was left disabled and she started making pillowcases mm. and I didn't even know how to sew. I, in fact, in, in uh, 
junior high, I think I was a remedial sewing student in home ec. I had to go in early. It took me all year to make an apron, but I figured out how to sew and we started making pillowcases and sending them to soldiers, angels and the troops over Mm. overseas. And then it just, it morphed into what it is today. My mom passed away and I thought, you know what, I'm going to continue doing this in her honor. I'm going to tie it to whatever I can tie it to that I'm doing with my work. And, uh, yeah, it's just been a win-win. Authors get the tax deduction. They get to send pillowcases to the homeless shelters. I spend some time every evening just kind of winding down and thinking, here I am making something out of some simple fabric that's going to affect someone whom I will never meet. And it's, so it's just a joyous process all the way around. So thank you for appreciating it. And I also just appreciate your comment about, you know, you're doing this for your mother. That was a, a big thing of my book also. my I, I lost a brother and a, a mother, and both of them always supported me in the arts. And so when they pass, I'm like, this is going to become my purpose now. And it has helped me uh, have more purpose, which is very much missing when you are suffering from PTSD. Yes, I would I would imagine. And to keep help keep somebody else's memory and their efforts alive, that's that's mm-hmm. yeah, that keeps you buoyant, I think. It it gives you gives you a purpose, as you say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, my friend, what a pleasure. I'm going to encourage everybody to get a copy of the book, Frida and Me, by Eli N. Weintraub, and the website is EliWeintraubMarks.com. Eli, what a pleasure today. I knew I was going to enjoy our conversation today, and I sure did. Thank you so much. Same to you. I, I appreciate your work, and thank you for the opportunity you've given me, and, and let's just go see whose other's lives we can touch. 